Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What are you kind of doing these days to keep your head right and your kind of energy right for creating? Because it's strange times. Uh, shit. I just be working out. I got a dog, so I just be hanging out with her, taking her on walks, going on hikes, drink really nice smoothies, uh, shit, going on nice drives, taking psychedelics. You feel me? Just trying to balance, trying to balance it, trying to keep things right in the ecosystem. You feel me? Taking care of myself, reading and shit. Uh, I don't know, man. What sort of stuff do you read? Right now, I'm reading a. Uh, all about love by bell hooks i think that's the movie. yeah something about that uh but usually i read a lot of like political stuff or like self-help kind of novels the last book i read was uh blood in your eye by george jackson which is like a um, it's almost like a a black radical tradition novel about like socialism in the u.s and like a black perspective from a, a former prisoner who was incarcerated by the system and kind of just using his perspective to kind of like, uh, to, to foresee what a future of America would look like if there wasn't like a, a system of incarceration and, 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 and uh, policing in America. And it's just really interesting. It's a very interesting novel. He used to like date um, Angela Davis and shit. So he's like a you know, he's super radical. Um, he actually died. The way he died was like on some like radical shit. He like killed a prison guard. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. But yeah, I've been reading that kind of like very politically charged shit or like self-help stuff about like life improvement and mental stuff. Yeah, I don't I read a lot of practical shit. Um uh, stuff that's like really applicable to my life. I don't really read a lot of like fiction, but you know, I I kind of miss that stuff because it was like it's a good escape. I feel like I can escape more when I read versus watching shit just because you gotta be so focused yeah you gotta be so focused yeah there's like 
there's just like a, a laxed attitude that goes with just like watching stuff. Even though I'm kind of like, for me, I'm like a visual learner. I consider myself more of a visual or audio, I don't know, audio kind of learner. Like I, I learn better from seeing stuff, but I get lost in stuff and I get more, I feel more connected to stuff when I'm like reading it. It's, it's weird. It's such a, like a double-edged sword. It's, it's, it's almost kind of contradictory, but yeah, that's enough of all the education stuff. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you started just, off as a visual artist, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that's my whole shit. Uh, I'm, I'm still on it, man. I'm on Photoshop as we speak, creating my next, my, my cover for my next single. So I'm very much involved with that. I direct my own shit too. I haven't lost that side of me, man. Still got that. Does it feel like music and the visual side are drawing from the same place in your brain or are they kind of going to different places? It's almost the same place. It's almost the same place, man. I don't know. Like, it's some, like, my thinking is, my thinking is, like, it's easy to get an idea out there, but it's just like the process of like making that idea presentable and listenable and like satisfied is like the same like process that my brain goes, goes through with like, perfecting something because i'm such a perfectionist when it comes to uh getting this shit right you feel me the production is almost like design in a similar way oh for sure it is bro like I, I'm, i've been working on a cover right now for like shit like 10 hours dog trying to get this shit right i'll show you a preview in a bit but um i've been on it man going through hella different edits and hella different mixes of stuff is just like my kind of language not the most fun kind of language but it's, it's definitely something that I'm very fluent in. <laughs> uh, it is quite the fucking headache. Oh man, I can't. I, my thinking is like that. If I can like become so self uh, independent creatively in all different fields, you know, by the time I'm 30, I'll be good. You know what I mean? I want to be able to be a master at Photoshop and Illustrator. Like I want to be able to be very proficient in piano and in guitar and bass like i'm already on my way with guitar and bass i've been doing that for like four or five years now i want to be able to like get all those aspects those other things like 100 percent. which do you feel you're closest with to kind of mastering at the moment <laughs> i mean i wouldn't say master but i say gu guitar and production guitar and production is like you know what i mean i'm pretty like i'm pretty goddamn uh like better than I was like four or five years ago. Like, especially on this new album, you're going to hear a bunch of shit that like I basically produced all this shit. You know what I mean? Like I wrote all the music chords and all the chord changes and stuff. Like it's all coming from me, um, which is cool because I usually, I usually take, let other people take the wheel on that stuff. And I thank God that I like learned, I relearned these, these instruments because this shit has helped me out like so much, bro. Like I, I go into a session and I don't feel hella dumb. You feel me? I feel hella more like, I feel hella more proficient. How do I say? Productive when I go to sessions instead of like sitting there and like sampling shit. Cause that's how I started making music. I sample, I'm a sampling ass producer. I started, you know, I was listening to Jay Dillard, Pete Rock and all that shit. Um, tribe. That's my ear. You know, that's, that's kind of like my, my bag of, in a sense, you know, I started off doing that shit, but like, now I can like actually fucking play instruments, you know what I mean? And write bridges, and write hooks and, and chord progressions, and make like four part songs with four different sections. And it's just like, 
that's just the kind of language that I've always wanted to be able to speak with other musicians. Like, I don't know theory and shit, so I can't be to someone and be like, hey, go to like a C. Play, I'm playing in the C, the key of C. I'm like, nah, I don't know what the fuck that is. But I just know the feeling of shit. You know what I mean? So I think um, I thank God every day that I'm I'm able to have that ability and skill to like play what I'm hearing in my head. Like that's, I'll never take that for granted. Is that innate or can you learn that? I mean, you can learn it. But like for me, I come from a musical family. You know what I mean? I grew up listening to music my entire life. All types of different types of music. My parents are both musicians. It's hella natural for me. You feel me? Everyone playing instruments. And I got instruments in my house. I grew up with a drum set near me. And a bass, guitar, all types shit just lying around near me you know it's easy for me to just pick that shit up and fuck with it for hours i'm not i might not be doing shit but it's like it's still like connecting in a way that like got me to understand music the way i i do now you know what you were saying is all about how you've become more proficient in bass and guitar and you now feel like you can be more productive when you go into a session is that just because it's easier to communicate your ideas now or why is it you're able to be more productive oh because i can not even just communicate my ideas i can make these ideas these ideas come to life. You feel me? Like these ideas become the centerfold of the session. These ideas create the music that people are going to be listening to. It's not just like, oh, here's an idea of something. It's just like, this is like the basis of it. You know what I mean? I'm definitely like a lot more confident working around musicians. You know, I'm not really like scared to jam with jazz musicians and shit. Like I can like, kind of fuck around and, you know <laughs> get some get, get some going feeling but like for the most part it's been great bro you mentioned you know coming from a slightly musical family as well you're managed by your brother right yeah older or younger older older is this the same brother that was an imperial yeah how do you know about that <laughs> done a bit of digging so when how what age were you when he was in that group shit he was probably like i was probably like eight 17 18 you were already making music at that point then? Yeah, I've been making music for like 11 years. When did that kind of transition from you both making music separately to him then working with you like in management? Well, he had went to college. Uh, well, he was in college at the time and he was just kind of focusing on that. I was still doing my shit. I had another manager. I started like trying to like take my shit to like the next level in terms of getting like press and a publicist and shit. And like, I don't know. My shit started kind of like, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say it started bubbling, but you feel me? It started getting a lot, a lot more traction than the people I was, I was making, making music with around because I was like taking the steps towards trying to be bigger than my region. And I was trying to be a little bit more national with it. I was trying to have, you know what I mean? I want, I wanted to, and plus the music I was making at the time, I was like, was a lot different from all of my peers, I guess. In what way? Uh, I mean, everyone was just kind of trying to make like, you know, what we call hyphy music. Or like, I don't know, trap music and shit. And I was just trying to make shit that was just like uh, soulful, you know, because that's the stuff that I like. I couldn't, I tried to make that stuff, but it didn't feel real. It didn't feel like, it didn't feel like me, you feel me? But this felt, the, this music, the soulful music felt like me. It felt more like akin to like what I was like, I grew up on, the shit that I liked. I kind of just stuck with that. And that figured out that I figured out my bag and figured out what, what I was good at what i was like destined to make who who was the first person to believe in you my best friend did what was fueling you did that kind of change once people started to believe in you i had made i had made this like little mixtape in high school 
and people were fucking with it. And my best friend, I played it for my best friend at first, and he really fucked with it. And then he like kind of pushed me to kind of keep doing it. And then ever since then, I just never stopped. You know, I just seen that I had something that was like a little bit different. You feel me? When I could do something, it's kind of like it's easier for me to like move myself uh, away from the herd when you're doing something that's like not everybody around you fucks with, but people around the world don't fuck with it. It it was definitely discouraging when you're around people that are like they want to hear this kind of certain sound, but you like not making that kind of sound because it's a re- it's a re- it's a very regional stuff. You know, people don't really can't really think beyond um, the region sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, they get caught up in that scene. Oh, uh, you're from Scotland, right? Yeah. What's the music out there? Yeah, those like in terms of what people. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of what people are making, there's a lot of like kind of punky stuff in kind of your classic kind of guitar bands, but. Like you say, a lot of that tends to stick in Scotland and it never really breaks out. And the people who do break out, like you say, the people who are trying to do something different and aren't concerned with being a part of that scene and kind of just forge their own path. Yeah, like Sam Gellitry. That nigga's from Scotland, isn't he? He is, yeah. Yeah, he do. He, his shit different. Very. Way different. His shit, that's why his shit goes. It's global. So, I mean, I'm, I'm from Oakland. I know about Sam Gellitry. But I probably won't know about some of the local bands, but I'm sure they're t- they're tight too. I'm sure, they they got some. Sh- I like that punk shit too, man. Try to do a little punk shit myself. <laughs> that shit, <laughs> that shit, it's fun, bro. That shit is that shit hella fun, man. I can't lie. Um, I'm punk's cooler when it's an attitude as opposed to style of music, though. It's cooler when it's an attitude. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I never heard it. Like. You know, I think you know that kind of idea of rebelling and trying to push against what's going on. It's like almost like doing. Actually, being punk is doing something that's out with what everyone else is doing. Like, the people who break yeah. out are almost more punk than the punk bands, if that makes sense. Rock is such a tr- tricky fucking genre. Yeah, for sure. Not everyone... I feel like most people don't really fuck with rock like that anymore, like the kids like that. There's very few people who make rock and make it really good. Yeah, it's like very commercialized now. It's your kind of Imagine Dragons and your 21 Pilots and all that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, there's good niggas like Eve's Tumor. He's, he's tight. Yeah. You ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his shit is crazy for rock music. It's very, 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 very forward thinking. And so I really fuck with, you know what I mean? That, that's the type of shit I, I just like shit that grooves. I mean, it can be any kind of genre. Did you, did you make beats or did you rap first? I made beats. Do you still see that kind of having an impact on what you do today? The fact that you started off with that? Yeah, always, bro. I mean, I first get into the studio, I think about what is the production that's going to be made. I don't think about the vocal. The vocal is like the the last thing or the secondary. It's not really like the f- primary thing. It's always like I always approach making music from a production standpoint because I'm like I don't really care what anybody's saying or what they singing about or what melodies. If the beat doesn't hit, if it doesn't groove, it's already a lose. You losing already. Could you ever write without a beat, or do you actually need the beat to kind of prompt the lyric? Well, I just need some kind of musical element. I don't really need a beat necessarily i just need like a guitar or piano or something you know i can write with that i can write i can, I can even write with a bass or make some kind of chords or something i've been trying to like challenge myself to write songs on acoustic instruments because like that's how you write i feel like that's how you like really finish a song <laughs> i have so many unfinished songs but like you know what i mean but when you write it from an acoustic standpoint all you got to really think about is making the beat and making the beat is pretty easy to me I guess production comes easy for me and then like the the lyrics and then the singing and all the other stuff comes like secondary. It's like a lot, it's a lot more trickier 
Is it harder to write lyrics if you're writing on an acoustic instrument? It's very, it depends. It, it just, it depends, bro. It really depends. Because songs can write themselves. If you're really inspired by something, you can literally finish a song in like 10 minutes. You can write something hella fast and have the lyrics done and everything. It, the beat is just like connecting you with, with you in, in, in that kind of way. You know what I mean? And it also can, it can vary. You could write something on an acoustic guitar that could just like be like it writes itself too. You know what I mean? Because you're just like very inspired by the chords. I think it, it all stems from inspiration and how much of it you're getting at one point in the process of making that record or, or that song. It's like it all has to be very natural in a way. You know what I mean? You, know, you can't force nothing. You know what I mean? And don't overthink nothing. I feel like overthinking can kind of like kill the, kill the joy, overcooking shit, man. I've been, I done overcooked so many fucking songs in my life, bro. It's, it's so many songs that'll never come out that people actually like, people fuck with, but I just can't get it out of my head. This snare is too loud, or this is, this is bothering me. This is like, it's not right. Like, I'm, I'm just very much a perfectionist. You feel me? You got to find that balance, though, where the perfectionist aids the music and it doesn't start to inhibit it. Yeah, I've inhibited a lot of records, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I've, I've inhibited a lot of shit. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop putting out like snippets of stuff that's not gonna come out. That, that's something I'm really learning to not do. <laughs> I've been I've been doing that so many times this year, or just over the years. I've done it a hell of times. It's like putting snippets online. I'm like, music that's not gonna come out. You're like, what? What's that record at? And people just left wondering, like, damn, what happened to that? I even hate. I don't hate that when other artists do it now because I get it. Yeah, I've seen like there's like videos of Kanye like in the studio in like 2013, like messing around with all these beats that have never come out. Yeah, and like sometimes like the beats, you'll like hear something and like the artist hadn't put out the album yet, and you've been waiting hell long for this artist to put out the album, and you hear the snippet and you're like, damn, this is about to be crazy, and then you hear the album and it don't even have the song that you heard the snippet from, and is you know what I mean, or it do, and it doesn't even it doesn't sound the same way. <laughs> it was like chance with big day yeah bro it's like i i get it i get it because like you know what i mean like you'll be in the studio you'll be making something and be like damn this is fire i want to show the world this this beat or this uh, snippet of the song and then you'll be so inhibited by like all the pressure of like putting that song out you won't even know how to write to it anymore because it's not sacred to you anymore because everyone done heard it and now you're trying to live up to that expectation that everybody wants out of that record. It's almost like you're letting everyone into the creative space. Yeah, it doesn't feel as sacred anymore. But like, fuck it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. But I don't know. It doesn't really matter. If something's fire, it's going to be fire. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it what we're talking about with your perfectionism? Is there anything, any kind of structure, anything that you can put in place to stop that inhibiting the music and just allow it to aid it? I don't know. I think that paying attention to every little detail is what's going to make the music be great. But like, I also do think that there's a certain point where you got to cut yourself off and be like, yeah, this shit is done. You feel me? Like stop cooking this shit. You can only marinate something for so long, bro, before it like becomes sour. You know what I mean? So I, I think that learning to just let go of shit is like one of the, the best things that I can probably do for myself. And, and, and it's a skill. You feel me? Because once you learn to let go, you start to be more successful with what you do because you're, you're, you're learning to like put yourself in a situation to fail. And that's, that's just my, 
my thinking is like you got to put yourself in more positions to fail instead of like hoping to win all the time you know what i mean because when you put yourself in more positions to fail you know what i mean you're taking a risk that, that is just basically taking a risk i'm not saying you're gonna fail you know what i mean that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that like man you got to put yourself in a position to be at risk with something you know what i mean and a lot of the times you might fail but like you'll never know what you know if you don't take any shots you'll just end up a shotless season bro like no shots took it you got to put up those shots bro that's what i'm realizing bro a lot of niggas don't want to put up them shots bro it's so vulnerable being a musician you know what i mean you let so many people in your 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 creative space and whatnot especially like i'm i'm just up and i'm an up-and-coming artist i can drop the ball and not put anything out and lose everything you know what i mean lose all my followers and lose all all my supporters and people who, who who fuck with the music at this point in my life is that i'm i'm realizing that you know when i grew up listening to music these music the music that that that, that I, I listened to was creating these moments these these magical times and 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 in periods in my life were themed around this music you feel me and that's what i'm trying to do for 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 other people bro i'm just trying to give them that 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 place and time where they can kind of like live and remember that moment from the music whatever else that memory gives them you know what i mean because i ultimately think that people need to hear that shit it's it's more than just inspiring people it's just giving people those moments you're becoming a part of someone's life it's not just inspiring them it's like it's a memory to them exactly it's like oh i remember that one time that like you dropped me off at my homie's house and we were just listening to that beautiful song on the way back you know what I mean? We were listening to that that EMJ song. I was thinking about this, this, that, and I remember being with this person. Now I, I so I now I associate this person to EMJ's music or to this EMJ song. It, you start you start associating things with with an artist and a person. It starts to become an identity. It's really weird how how that how 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 art does that. You feel me? Because it's like I never made this song thinking about your grandma. <laughs> or I remember the this, this song with the intent of you driving down the highway next to the to the ocean. Like it was just something I made. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's crazy how that shit really like connects with motherfuckers, man. Music is beautiful, man. I think as creators, we can never take that shit for granted because at the end of the day, we're we're the people that is creating moments, bro. I mean, no other art form can really do that in the same way. Like, it's only music because it can, like, kind of blend in to a memory itself where you can't really get that with a movie or, or anything else. Oh, I get that with a movie. So, I get that with a movie all the time because I'm a just visual-ass nigga. Like, I'll see a movie and I'll, like, think about how it was raining that day and how I was feeling that day. And I'll remember, like, the whole ambiance of the the entire environment around me plus the movie it's weird how my brain associates that with like movies and whatnot i don't know and do you get that when you watch it again uh uh, that would be brought back to that memory if you're putting on that movie for a second time you know sometimes sometimes like i'll be hella juiced to go watch a movie that i hadn't seen in years because i'm like all right i want to watch this around the time when the sun's setting because i want to like capture that feeling and it's just a great movie it'll be like the same way that i like i'll like want to play a song around a certain hour or period because i like want to capture that feeling but yeah i don't know 
for me, that shit is hella interconnected. Yeah, it's like you're creating, you know, we were just talking there about how your music is creating moments for other people. That's you using other people's art to create moments in your own life. Yeah, exactly, bro. Once people start thinking about music like that, I feel like more creatives will be like less, I don't know, they'll either be less, how do I say the word? I guess uh, they'll be more cognizant cognizant of, 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 of letting go of their music, letting go of their art and putting it out in the world instead of holding on to shit. You know what I mean? Cause I think that's, uh, is a very important thing that we need to be doing as creatives, bro. We need to be thinking about the listener and how we're going to create a moment for them. You know what I mean? Is it a different process creating a moment when you're doing it like on gems in the cornerstone with J Rob, when you're working with someone else very directly on the project? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, we, shit man we were just fucking around <laughs> that like i i really just think that that album was just really fun you feel me like i i in all seriousness like i took the the music serious but we were just having fun in the, the day bro like i wasn't even thinking about i mean in all my music i don't really think about the listener like that i don't think about that i only think about the listener when i'm about to put something out feel me and i gotta plan it strategically that's when it starts to become work. You feel me? That's when someone put out uh, a tweet saying that like, you can make all the music in the world and you still won't be productive. When you start being productive is when you start planning it around a release. When you start hiring people to plan out a rollout, like that's when it starts to become an actual productive job. You feel me? Like that's, that's when I start thinking about the listener. I'm like, all right, how do I want to put this out? I want to put this out before the summer. I want to put this out. Blah, 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 blah these visual assets there's so much that goes into that that has to do with like let me think about the listener you feel me instead of thinking about myself and what i want to do so when it comes to releases that's like but one of the creative process you gotta let once god leaves the room it's not good music anymore that's a quote that i got from quincy jones man i'm not I, i'm not religious either bro i i believe in this idea of what god is and like something that's like an entity that's bigger than you but like i don't believe in god i have no kind of religious ties to nothing bro but like i believe that you gotta let god or whatever you gotta let that higher being kind of like be in the room you can't be thinking about nothing else but the music and that's it when you know what we're talking about there when you're releasing it and that's when you start thinking about the idea of making a moment for someone are you able to make music at the same time as when you're planning a release or do you have to kind of bookend those things and have them be very separate periods in your life? Nah, it, it, it don't matter to me, man. I'm a, man. My creative brain don't shut off. I'm always going, bro. When was the last time you switched off? Uh, shit, when I like go on vacation or like when I go to my mom's house for a weekend, like I just, I, I even if I do that, like I don't even be shutting it off. I'd be like hella like, I'd be trying to like be present, you feel me? But at the same time, I like I just can't shake it. There's very little moments. There's been very little moments in the past ten years where I've been like completely free of like not creating. Like I don't even think creating is like a job. Like it's just like something I like love to do, bro. It's like waking up and eating food. You feel me? Like I gotta do that. I gotta nourish my 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 body and soul that way by creating. Just like I gotta nourish my body and soul with food my mind body and soul like everything is very interconnected yeah it's kind of just getting that daily fulfillment yeah it's fulfilling to me exactly bro that's the fucking word everything is all it's all one full full fucking circle what else in life gives you fulfillment i guess uh 
relationships with people, good memories and good moments. I feel like those are just the most fulfilling stuff, you know, being with my girlfriend or my, like my mom or my brother, or, like my friends or something. Like, I don't know, like just that kind of shit just going, going, going dope places, doing, doing stuff that doesn't even have to like necessarily be productive, but it's just like, damn, this is like, this feels good. I feel like if you revolve your, your life around being productive, you'll never feel fulfilled because you'll always be in work mode. You'll never be able to be, be able to like fully surrender to life. And I feel like at, at the end of all this shit, we just need to be able to surrender to life. You feel me? Like niggas need to be able to just let life take its course. Sometimes you feel me? You can't always be in control. Once you can do that, bro, you can like, I don't know, man, that's, that's some real. That's some real Zen shit. Feeling surrendering to life, fucking concept. Does you know? It's interesting to think about though, because like, does your perfectionism almost balance that? Like, if you're surrendering to life and you're completely out of control, is the perfectionism almost the other side of that, where you're completely in control? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost like a reaction to it. It's not even a reaction. It's just like it's just what it is. You know, like I tend to just. It's hard to surrender when you're like you know what you want. You know what I mean. But at one point, you gotta, you gotta, you do gotta let shit go. You know what I mean? And that comes in the form of management being like, "Here's the deadline." <laughs> like I'll, I'll, I've never been happy, fully, hundred percent happy with a release. I'm not gonna lie to you, I've never been like, "Okay, this is it." There's not one song that I put out where I've been hundred percent happy with the mix. There's not been one video. There's not been one photo. There's not been near nothing, bro. You might look at my page and see and listen to our music and be like, "Damn, this is like a." I don't know. I don't want to sound cocky or anything, but some people might say that about other people's artists. Like, this is a perfect song, or like this, this is a great song, or whatever. But like, I'll still hear flaws about shit. I'll still see flaws. You know what I mean? Every time, I'm learning to surrender, bro. I'm, I think that's something that's that's a, it's a skill, bro. It's just like creating creating music. You got to learn to surrender to the music. You got to learn to surrender. Your, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the skill itself. Maybe that's what drives you as well, though. Like chasing that perfect song. Hell yeah. That shit do drive <laughs> me. Can't lie to you, dog. That shit do drive me, man. It's, 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 it's easy to please a listener if the shit already slaps. That's my thinking, bro. Like, if it already is, it is catching your soul, it's easy to, 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 for the listener to drown out all the imperfections and all the shit. But for somebody who's like making the music and is very, very, very like cognizant of like where everything is supposed to be placed, it's like it's almost like fuck. I wish I could like there was like a switch in my brain where I could listen to something for like the first time. Get a perspective. Yeah, just to kind of get a perspective. Just like how in the studios you have like this button where you can hear the speaker. You can hear the song on different speakers and not out of the main monitors. I don't know. If they do that a lot just so they can hear it's good for mixers because they can hear like, cause you got to think like you're in a studio, you're going to hear this shit in one sitting. If it's coming out of those speakers, it's only one perspective of how the music is going to sound. You're not really thinking about all the other ways people are going to be listening to this fucking song. So for me, like I listen to my music on my headphones, my car, my TV speakers, my studio monitors, and then my studio's uh, headphone monitors yeah yeah like i'll, I'll listen to it on like four or five different mediums and then sometimes i'll listen to it out of out of my phone what do you notice when you do that 
Like, say you play it, say you've been mixing a song in your cans and then you put it onto the TV. What changes? Well, it just gives you a perspective of like, all right, I'm hearing this shit. Like, the snare sounding too loud. That's something I'm, I'm actually like, I'm about to go f- after we get off this interview. I gotta go fix that. This snare sounding too loud. Let me hear how it's sounding out of my speakers. Okay, it sounds cool and sounds leveled on my TV screen. All right, cool. Let me listen to the headphones. All right, it sounds a little bit too loud. Let me have the engineer turn that down. Or I don't know. I'll listen to another person's song, and then I'll be like, okay, this is a good level. That this is exactly where I want my shit to be sitting at. You feel me? Um, and that'll always give me a good perspective. I think it was Star Child as well. I remember hearing you say that you did thirty mixes on it. It was thirty mixes. How does that change? Like, say we look at like the fifth mix, and then we look at the thirtieth mix. What changes in those twenty-five mixes? Does it change really radically, or is it just you tweaking kind of levels and stuff? All right. Well, it was about an. <laughs> two other people who were helping like going so we were going back and forth with this engineer and it was me and the other producer he was kind of like okay this is too loud here okay fixes that sends it back okay this is too loud here oh it's too quiet right there fixes that sends it back by the 18th 19th mix i couldn't hear it i couldn't listen to the song anymore i i was just letting them kind of go back and forth for like six more mixes until i kind of tapped back in by like 25th mix and I was like, all right, this, 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 that. And then we got to 30 and I was just like, all right, this, we, we, there's nothing else. I'm here still hearing shit, but I can't do anything about it right now, bro. Like this is, we got to wrap this up. If I want to meet my timeline and I want to meet my goal and you know, at the end of the day, it's going, it's going like, people are going to hear that shit in the music. You know, motherfuckers like that's my most streamed song ever. You know, if it keeps doing what it does, I'm gonna be able to pass that down to my children. You know what I mean? And that's because of the strive and the and, and the commitment to making it sound perfect in my my own head. And the craziness that I go through is like, you know, the 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 people are gonna pick up on that. They're, it's gonna connect with them differently. And that's what I was going through with another uh, another one of my mixes that I'm working on right now. Uh, the the producer was like, man, like. Trust me, man. Trust me, Elu. Like this is gonna. The people are gonna connect with this different. All this little detail that I'm, I'm, I'm having the engineer do to this song is gonna connect. Niggas are gonna pick up on this differently. I don't know the the fine tuning shit. It matter, but it don't matter. It's almost subconsciously affecting people. A little subconscious, bro. Yeah, subconscious as fuck. Yeah. Do you need a deadline to finish a song? Uh, yeah. I definitely need a deadline. I, w- I mean, I hope I hope by the next time that I like, I'll make my next album. Um, after this, after I finish this other one, I'll be able to just be like, "All right, I'm done with an album." You want to hear it? Instead of just like, "Oh my god, I have like a hundred fucking things I need to do to this shit." Instead of just you know just letting it be and being able to just like create my own deadline instead of pushing, like playing this kind of tug and war with the deadline and being like, "Okay, want to do it this day?" Oh wait, I got to do this thing. I got to fix this. You know, I want to be able to like, I have an album and I can create this deadline whenever I want. I can put this date out whenever I like constantly fighting against time. I haven't stopped since I started putting out music, bro. It's always been a constant struggle. So it's like, as soon as you finish an album, you're on to the next thing. I want to be on that kind of, that's that, that's the kind of wave I want to be on. I'll never be able to let go of something is what I'm saying. Like, I'll never be able to be like, oh, I'm on to the next shit until it's like out. <laughs> type shit you know what i mean i i've been on like i've pushed releases back so fucking much bro it's like 
it's almost deafening to my ears when I hear the song sometimes. I, I can't listen to If I like, I'll listen to something so many fucking times that like I won't even want to listen to it until like 10 days after it's released. You know what I mean? Like, and then, you know, some artists like want to like, I'll like have to like turn the sound off when I'm adding people's songs. Um, when I'm adding people's stories to my like, to my own story of them playing the song because I like, I can't hear the fucking song. I can't listen to it. I'm going to, I'm going to hear this flaw. And then when I tune back in like 10 days later, I'm like, oh shit, this is great. <laughs> this is fire. Man, we did that. Yeah, and the day of I'm like, oh, fucking hate the way that's mixed. I hate the way that fucking snare hits. I hate the way that. But yeah, enough about the fine tuning details. You know me. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going on and on about that shit. I'm a nut. It's interesting because you were talking about gems in the cornerstone and how that felt like a lot of fun, and it maybe didn't quite have the same pressure. That's almost like reflected, like um, with what you're saying with it too. Like the messages at the heart of those songs are very simple. Like it's kind of just about love and purity. Yeah, bro. It's really just a chill ass album, man. Like I don't know, I wasn't really. This next one is like more. You feel me? It's a lot more mature. Like there's like a lot more shit going on, but it's also like it's fun too. It kind of shows all different sides of me, and I feel like that's what people are gonna be like really just to hear. So you've almost taken like the spirit and the feeling of gems in the cornerstone and applied it to deeper topics. Like maybe like the type of stuff you were looking at in gentrification. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean. Not the same topically, but in the similar way where you're looking at kind of bigger, quite complex things. Yeah, 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 man. Like I got a song that talks about like this idea of like feeling overlooked in a way and to the point where you like will want to like dim your own light and you'll feel insecure about your own self and i talk about not being able to like live in some inside someone else's perspective of what they think of you and i think that's a really important song because a lot of creatives can't get outside of like the mold of thinking outside of what other people think of them they're always constantly pressured by instagram twitter and all these different social media platforms that show the best sides of people to the point where they're always thinking about what is this person thinking about me? They can't get out of their heads of what other people are thinking of them. And I think that's a, that's one of my deeper songs. You know what I mean? Like it's, it goes from topics about that or we, I have a song that I'm talking about, like, like during the pandemic, you know, like they were sending motherfuckers to school, you know what I mean? And it, I, I have a line where, you know, like America, no conscience. We're sending to our kids to school in a pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, that's some that's some real harrowing shit you know some dark shit that's going on some black magic you know what i mean that's a real like that comes from a real place you know and these are the kind of songs that i was like saving for my album like i could have put that on gems and gave it to gems but i was just like these are i'm holding on to these records because i know that they're special and they're saying something and they're speaking to a core part of someone's soul and my soul of of, of what's going on and what currently could be going on in someone's life you know when you're looking at those slightly bigger topics like what we're saying you know that idea you're talking about the pandemic and sending kids to school what are you are you kind of looking for the emotions the broader emotions that link all of those things together or what is linking all of the songs in this new record it's not necessarily the topics it's more so the music you know what i mean everything is kind of cohesive musically in a way uh those broader topics just kind of come with it I mean, the uh, the more sophisticated stuff kind of comes with it because uh, it's the stuff that I kind of wanted the people to hear. You know what I mean? So I, I 
I save those songs specifically for that record. So you make sure the beats are cohesive and then that kind of gives you the freedom to explore anything. Yeah, like I, I just want the shit to be like, you know, off top. Like I want it to just sound hella good out the gate. You know what I mean? Like I want the music to just feel good. You know what I mean? I want it to be like a very, very groovy ass record. You know what I mean? All the the the, the verbal stuff kind of comes after. You know, all the, the stuff I got to say, like, I'm a producer first, low key. So like I'm always hella cognizant of like how how the how the music's gonna sound. You know, the music always gotta come first for me. Is there more rapping or singing on this new one? It's definitely more singing. More singing shit. I st- I start rapping because I'm like, bro, I can't keep up with y'all niggas. Y'all got too many bars and shit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a rapper, bro. I'm not I, I don't be having the clever clever fucking bars and shit you know what i mean i can express myself better with my voice because i feel like i have more freedom to say the things i want to say uh i'm not really hella like a lyrical ass maestro type nigga man like i feel like to be a rapper you got to be one of the ones you know what i mean and i just realized i know my strengths you know what i mean when you hear your singing voice and you hear your rapping voice back do you associate with them in different ways do they give you different feelings yeah, hell yeah they, they give me way different feelings and plus i don't really like listen to rap like that uh, most music i listen to has like is like singing and shit you know what I mean? it's very little rap i like really fuck with like that i'm like, like my favorite rappers that i might listen to is like maybe freddie gibbs or like larry june or like i don't know tom kennedy i don't like when niggas are saying too much shit either <laughs> like Maybe he's like saying hella clever ass bars. I'm like, that's cool. Cause I like their music because it's like a vibe. You know, I like shit. Like when someone says your music is a vibe, I take that as a I'm starting to take that as a compliment. You feel me? Cause of to to me a vibe is is great. You know, that's 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 where you wanna be sometimes. That's the pocket that's like like a vibe is always good. People always wanna be in a vibe. You feel me? That that's why I really fuck with, you know, Larry June's music. It's always just a vibe. You know, we're like breath fires. This shit's just always a vibe. You know, like it's not too intense and it's not too sleepy. It's just like that. You know, people people just making that kind of music. You know, like even jazz music. Like I like Bill Evans shit. This shit is always a vibe. Like his shit, man. Like it's one of my favorite jazz musicians. Like whenever I'm sitting down to go do work on on the Photoshop, I'm gonna turn on some Bill Evans or some. some Joe Pass or some shit, you know what I mean? Just because it's, it's a vibe. But yeah, I'm, I'm starting, because at first I used to be like, damn, a vibe? Like, damn, when people think, person thinks my music's a vibe, oh, that means that it's like, it's all right. Or it's just like, people really associate that word vibe with just like droniness or sleepiness, but it's just like, a vibe is very cap- capturing to me, you know what I mean? I feel like that shit is, is, uh, is crucial. You know, I was like, how do you feel? <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think when someone says it's a vibe, it feels like a very kind of pure emotion. Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like hella pure. Like something that, that people can just listen to on repeat. You know what I mean? My, my definition of, of some of me of being a vibe is always like, has always been kind of placed with like, oh, this is like subpar. That used to be my, my way of looking at it. But now I'm like, nah, that just means like, it's a vibe. I don't know. <laughs> it's like this is, I can I can listen to this for hours type shit. Like that's my thinking of it. I think when someone says it's a vibe as well, 
it almost feels like they're saying it's an atmosphere, which comes back to what we're saying about it's an experience. It's like adding to the moment if it's a vibe. Exactly, bro. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You you took the words right out of my mouth, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> adding to create. Yeah. See, that's another thing why I really like that that phrase now. It's because it it has hella much to like. It's hella associated to this idea of creating a moment. Do you do you think it's more not? Do you find it more natural to express emotions in a simpler, complex way in music? I think so. Yeah, it's more easier for me to communicate my what I'm feeling when I like write a melody to something or just like saying it it feels easier for me to do perhaps i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't really like think about something too deep bro like you know if it feels good it feels good i want to just capture that pocket and capture that feeling and that emotion from that moment because i feel like that's ultimately all you're really doing with music bro like sometimes you might record something that sounds like hella hella good you know like it might be a really really dope melody but the quality of it was trash but it was like you can't sometimes you can't really recreate that that moment because it was like so pure or it's like you'll try to recreate that 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 melody and it won't come out the same that shit was just such a pure you were just in a vibe you know what i mean i don't know if you've seen that movie soul oh the pixar movie yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he's talking about you go to that, you go to that place when you're creating something or when you're playing an instrument. Like, I, I think that's like that's a very, very real fucking place. Do you get to that place every time when you're creating? No, not every time. But I do get there. That's why everything doesn't always come out. You don't always reach that place, but sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Mm, magic, bro. Very magical moments, bro. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns